0: listeners, and welcome to the SouthCom podcast. Today, it's my honor and privilege to welcome to the podcast, Lieutenant General David Almeida Alcoferrado from the amazing and beautiful country of Brazil. World known for many magnificent attractions like Tarneval, Sugarloaf Mountain and Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio de Janeiro, Iguazu Falls, and the Amazon with the largest biodiversity in the world. Welcome to the podcast, Lieutenant General David Alco
1: Hello, Richard. Thank you so much for this opportunity. First of all, I would like to, to greet the this, this distinguished audience for taking your time to understand a bit more my role here as a foreign partner here in the U.S. Southcom. Thank you so much.
0: General, before we get started on today's topic, which is partnerships, Can you tell our audience a little bit more about yourself, where you grew up, your military background, so that our listeners can get to know you a little more? And then tell us about the first time you had the opportunity to work in a military capacity with the U.S. military and how you think the U.S.-Brazilian partnership has grown.
1: Oh, thank you. I was born in Rio de Janeiro. That is one of the major cities in Brazil. And from the military background, I graduated from the Brazilian Air Force Academy in the class of 1989. Since then, I graduated in a fighter pilot uh, school and took over lots of positions throughout my career in the squadrons and air airbase and I had the opportunity to be the Air Base Commander. In fact, I, I had a, a lots of opportunities to interact with the U.S. military along my career, but the first and impressive experience was in 1998, when I came here to fly with U.S. pilots in the Red Flag exercise in Nevada. It was an amazing experience, because I was a lieutenant, just learning, just uh, getting my skills, and this huge opportunity to interact with uh, the most important airplanes in the world and flying in a scenario that resembles the real combat. That's why after a couple of missions there, the U.S. military pilot is considered ready for combat. And for me, in the first big, uh, big years of my career to to, to have this opportunity, this, it was uh, outstanding for me. And I had other other opportunity to fly at Red Flag in 2003 as well. Our partnership has grown a lot since then, because we put in place uh, lots of special agreements and we could improve our exchange. And I will give you a real example. We have here in the U.S. two tractor pilots flying with Embraer Super Tucano in Georgia. And it's a, it's a reciprocal, it's, uh, we have also U.S. military. I was, the, before I, I came here, I was the Brazilian Air Force Academy commander, and we had four cadets in an uh, exchange program, four, four American cadets in, in Brazil, and four Brazilian cadets in uh, Zafa in Colorado. It's another example of our partnership is improving. We had as well a teacher from the U.S. Air Force Academy teaching us in, the, in Brazil and the foreign affairs subject of our course and the army as well another uh, great example is the participation at, at grtc for the very first time their uh, country and our AOR participate on this important exercise i think that is one of the most important in the world to train our parachute force and things like that that is growing and my position here is another example when on earth we could Thinking to have a flag officer in a combat commanders like U.S. South Carolina. Oh, this is impressive. It's amazing. So It's examples that we can show that our partnership is growing. That we say that is a posture. Posture is not only assets and troops in the terrain. Posture we can consider as well as, as our agreements, our memorandum of understanding, our treaties. And that's, that's a, it's a huge improvement since
0: then. Thank you, sir. As a Brazilian general officer, you're working as the deputy director of a key directorate of one of only six geographic combatant command headquarters. How does your military background, experience, and perspective benefit the Southcom mission, in your opinion? First of all, I would say that's a great
1: honor for me to, to be here, and uh, it's a proof of trust and partnership. Uh, to have a flag officer in a, a so important uh, key directorate here at US.com. The J-5 deals with strategy, policy, and plans. And uh, with my background, I had the uh, opportunity to deal with as air defense mission against Cana Narcotics operation. Uh, I had opportunity to work with uh, in-, in operations. And very similar to the US military, we have opportunities uh, along our career to attend important course uh, that give us uh, the capabilities uh, necessary to develop uh, work in the highest staff command in our uh, MUD structure. So I I think that I can bring this new culture, this new vision for the J5 as uh, the important job done here, because the J5 needs to Translate the strategy of the political level through strategic level until operational level. So I think that is a, an amazing experience for me because uh, when, when is we see that J5 works with strategy, is exactly exactly what I'm saying to translate the, what the political level wants to be do- that should be done, and we have to transform this in operation, in exercise, in security cooperation. And one of the the most important things that we uh, do here is to uh, put in place security cooperation plan for each country in our AUR. When we have the translation of the high-level plans that I've said, like the national security strategy, national military strategy, and so on, when we got at the, I would say, at the end with the campaign plan of the U.S. South we, we need to, to build a section for security cooperation for each country. That's a point in my point of view, I can uh, collaborate and, and to improve the thought, working with the schools in each country to translate what each country needs, what the US strategy wants to put a common, in common goods, uh, what should be done in terms of security cooperation and especially trying to identify the gaps. This is so important why we collaborate, why we have this partnership, because the threat that we face nowadays, uh, you must be united, because there is no borders, there is no lines, there is no geography. We are facing threats that flows through nets, that flows through financial, structure around the world that use cyber, that use information. So there is no border to counter these threats. So we must be united. That's why I think that this kind of partnership that we have here, not, not only Brazil, but we have here eight countries represented here. And uh, in Jaira South we have I think there are more than 20 other countries represented there. Along with uh, agencies. So, I I don't know if here in the the US military there is an organization that has that experience as the US Southcom dealing with partner nations and agents to put in place a whole of government approach to the new threats that we are facing.
0: Sir, you jumped right into my third question, so let's just look at it from a, from a different lens. Just what do you think it means, and not just to Brazil and the U.S., because having you here is, is, is such an incredible next step in the idea of, of working with our partners, but, but what do you think it means to the other partners and the other countries in the hemisphere having a Brazilian general officer and a Colombian general officer working on the staff at Southcom?
1: I think that this could be a beacon for the future of our partnership in our UR. That I think there is a, a important signal for, for our partners that the US military, especially the US Southcom, wants to do more, wants to integrate more. That vision that is necessary for us to share information, to be united to combat the, the new threats. And I, I'm not saying only about kind uh, narcotics operation and so on. We face every year lots of problems related to climate change. We had last year two major hurricanes that have really affected the, our region. And if you don't have uh, common procedures and doctrine, we could not stay together to deal with this kind of
0: threats. In recent conflicts, sir, You've seen coalitions form to face an aggressor or to counter a threat. And this idea of coalition, and I know you've heard that axiom, train as you fight. This is an example of that. Do you think this is that next progression? It seemed logical. If we were going to form a coalition in a wartime or or a conflict, why wouldn't we actually just work like that all the time? Do you see this as the future? Do you think other partners, though, see your presence here as the future as well? Are we getting that message to them by having you and, and the Colombian General Officer, Rodriguez, here at Southcom?
1: Uh, for sure, I, I totally agree with you, uh, especially in the case of Brazil, that we were allies uh, during the, the Second World War, And I think even more, we are partners and we can trust each other. And even more, we need to establish common procedures, how, the way we communicate, the way we spread out information. And uh, I think that is is so important for all the countries in, in the AUR to understand that we must be united, that we must share because we have the common values, we share the, the same beliefs, the historical ties that will unite us, and it's, it's so important for us to understand this, that there is a, a, a positive point for us to have a hemisphere of peace, security and
0: prosperity. Sir, so have you had the opportunity to speak with any other uh, partner nation country, not, not including Colombia, because I'm sure you talk to General Rodriguez frequently, but any other G- general officers from any other countries in the hemisphere, have, have they shared any thoughts with you about what is it like to be at Southcom headquarters?
1: I, I was supposed to to do this, uh, especially I was scheduled to travel throughout the region, but w- the problem was the, the pandemic. So we stayed uh, pretty much here at the uh, headquarters using video conference and so on. But I, I think that from now on, I think that I, I will have this opportunity to travel, to meet some flag officers throughout the, the region. I had the opportunity to go to the GRTC. There is an important training, US Army training complex, and the opportunity to talk to people there but at that time, there was no foreign officer working on this uh, exercise. That we, ha- we had a one parachute company, Brazilian parachute company, that for the first time went there to train in this very important training exercise. Using uh, the KC-390, that's the new Brazilian transportation aircraft as
0: well. Sir, you mentioned the pandemic. I know you and your family arrived just before the pandemic. The pandemic clearly had an impact on everyone. With respect to the theme of partnerships, does anything in particular stand out to you and how partnerships have guided our nations in this hemisphere for the past 15 months during the pandemic? Yeah, for sure. Uh, First of all, it
1: it was, uh, I think that the pandemic uh, would towards everything that we should do here. But what I saw was important leadership from our commander, Admiral Fowler, and he swiftly acts to put in place lots of important safety measures. Then with their team to figure out the ways to work connected online or here at the headquarters. And I saw everything and I was amazed at the way things were done. And I think that it was an important lesson for me, especially regarding the, the leadership, because... If you get the results of that period the missions increased the results of Ghana recs for example increased we faced as i have said two major hurricanes and people were there the US military w- were were there helping out people bring relief to human suffering and this is very very important lessons and these lessons were spread out to the to our AUR throughout seminars and KLEs and so on. The US Southcom didn't stop because of the pandemic. That for me, the most important lessons from this period, this tough period for me. But I think that I had, on the other hand, the opportunity to learn to understand how to to deal with this tough situation.
0: Sir, I, I understand you were recently promoted from Major General to Lieutenant General. Congratulations, sir. And that you have been selected for a new position with significant responsibility in Brazil. Can you tell us a little bit about your new position and what you will take with you from your experience at SouthCom that will benefit you in your new Brazilian military role?
1: Oh, thank you so much. I think that uh, the fact that I was selected to to the to, to promotion is a clear signal that the Brazilian military wants to take advantage of my experience here to push forward our partnership. and I think that I should go to a place our minister of defense to work with foreign affairs related matters. And with my expertise, I think, and I am sure, that I could put in another step our relationship because I understand from the inside how a secure cooperation plan works, how the, the law uh, works, especially related to U.S. Code Title 10, Title 22, the National Defense Law, especially related to secure cooperation opportunities. And it's, a, it's an amazing experience, as you can see that in three years, hopefully, the figures from the partnership participation in canada corporation cooperation, for example, went from forty percent to almost six percent. And this is because security cooperation is, exists. This is because security cooperation matters. And I am truly enthusiastic with this kind of cooperation, and I really believe that we can reach out next step in our cooperation to deal with the threats that it's not related to our borders we need to face nuclear proliferation uh, climate change cyber security issues transnational criminal organizations and these kind of threats it's impossible to deal with if you don't have cooperation if you don't have trust if you don't have partnership
0: sir well said I just want to thank you for the short time you spent with the podcast listeners today to get to know you a little bit more, to share about your experiences, and to talk a little bit about what you'll be doing in the Brazilian military for the future. Sir, thank you for joining us on the Southcoms podcast. The next podcast listeners will be the Southcom Command Historian. Thank you, sir, again for your time with us.
1: Thank you so much, Richard, and thank you so much for the distinguished audience.